Your favorite cartoon characters will help you understand how drugs and alcohol can ruin your life. So watch the program. Talk about it with your family. will not be seen tonight this is I, i'll bet you just heard that the last one was the 30th that's not true this is the 33rd because i made a huge mistake but <laughs> you don't even listen to very bold of you to assume that i'm gonna correctly uh post this one in the right order uh, that's true too <laughs> <laughs> either way <laughs> It's not like you would necessarily listen to podcasts all in the right order in the first place. But, I mean, do you? Do you listen to podcasts, like, serially? If they, well, maybe maybe if they actually are a serial, like, uh, continue next time. But I, I have never heard of a serialized podcast. Is that a thing um, that they do? I guess I'm thinking more in terms of uh, radio plays, which I'm sure there are podcasts that are, in fact, radio plays, but I don't listen to any. That's true. Yeah. Uh, the closest thing I would know is the Sabrina Online one. That was that was, That's kind of a podcast if you think about You're it. Right. It was a podcast before the phrase was even coined. Sort of like uh, wow. Sort of like Radio Free Cybertron. Uh, but let's and and sort of like how the guy from Spinweb invented Twitter four years early and called it Brain Shots. Really? Yeah. And you know he sh he really should have. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if he had the uh, capital to uh, make it a public thing, but he just made one for made my, invented microblogging for himself on the Spinwet website. But yeah. wow! <laughs> and do you think he he could be he could have been the next Jack Dorsey? Oh boy! You know, if why don't people like? Well, I'll tell you why. It's because we don't. Because we people like us who invent these kind of things don't can't be asked to be evil. That's why. But That's true. It's, to think, it's not that if we only Spinweb evil. We're just too lazy to be evil. If only Spinweb had thought like, hmm, microblogging. If only there was a way to uh, use this to spread fascism, he could be rich today. <laughs> but apparently, no, he, he didn't want to do that. So he's uh, not rich, as far as I know. Yeah. Well, some people, some people would say that makes him a loser. I don't have anything to follow well, that yeah. up with. <laughs> some people. Yes. But some, some people, people would say that. But there are a lot of people that I also don't want to know. So. Yeah, but that's true. Anyway, uh, speaking of the world being in terrible shape. <laughs> yes. Tonight, we're, we're going to be watching something about the environment. We have, there are two environmentally related holidays that come very close together in April. Earth Day and Arbor Day. And then, shortly following that, is uh, the Japanese holiday Green Day. Not to be confused with the band of the same name. 
and what happens on Green Day? Well, Green Day is actually Emperor Hirohito's birthday, but after he died, they decided to make it their eco their ecological holiday because that was actually one of his uh, pet interests. So really, yes. huh? Um, well, good for him. I did not know that. I mostly just knew it. I, I honestly knew nothing about Emperor Hir Hirohito. Well, so, well, he was a very polarizing figure during his lifetime and afterwards. So, actually, they've moved Green Day to be a couple days later, and now it's just cons the day that was his birthday is now just like the day that the Showa era ended. Their their whole era system is really confusing. You know, we're in a new era. You know, the the this is the Reiwa era because a new emperor took the throne, and look what happened his first year. Thanks a lot, Reiwa. What was the name? Thanks a lot, Emperor Naruhito. <laughs> so, emperor Naruto. <laughs> you knew he was going to ruin the world. Believe it. <laughs> it's like. It's like, well, that's what happens when you make a cat demon. Wait, not no, that's cat not demon. Naruto. No, that's uh. That was good. Wait, which one is? That's I'm sure there's one that's. That's a cat um, demon. yeah, it's the yeah. He's a he's a cat demon. He he's always angry. He um, I think he's a samurai. <laughs> okay, if anyone remembers which anime that I'm thinking of, just send us a note. Samurai pizza um, cats. Yeah. Now, what is this guy's name? He's like a he's a he's a he looks like a dude. But he's got the cat ears. Uh, you're, you know? you're not thinking of Inuyasha, are you? He's a dog. Yeah, that's him. Oh, he's a dog? Yeah. Oh, never mind then. <laughs> oh, that's right, because it has they don't have cat boys in Japan. They, it's cat girls. They do. That's right? strange, yeah. Dog boys. Dog boys and cat girls. Because everyone knows that, cats that's... are female and dogs are male. Yeah. In in Japan, there's like there are two genders. Cat girls and dog boys. <laughs> Um, anyway, so, but sorry, we're, we're getting, we're getting off topic onto, um, as, as we, we never do. We're always so <laughs> focused like a laser on these podcasts. Um, but there are two specials. The first, and the first one was for Arbor Day and it involves some characters I have never seen before. So Ethan, were these actually a comic strip at any point for Arbor Day or a comic book? You mean, yeah, the, you um, mean peanuts? No, no, I'm sorry, not Arbor Day. The other one is... Um, yes, yes. Okay, so the deal here... Yeah, peanuts, that's true. So the two specials, sorry. What are the, it's, it's Arbor Day Charlie Brown. Yeah, it's Arbor Day Charlie Brown. And the other one is It's Wibble in Earth Day Birthday. Now, I suggested It's Wibble because I may be the only person who even remembers that It's Wibble was a character who appeared in comic strips that were printed in scholastic handouts that were given to elementary school students in the late 80s and early 90s. And <laughs> there are a few books about It's Wibble, but to my knowledge, there are no collections of the comics, and I can't imagine any child still, can, still keeping those to this day after 30 years. So you're just going to have to trust me that It's Wibble, the star-touched wow. dinosaur, was in fact a comic strip. So I, of course, um, like you, grew up, I grew up in the same time period. Yes. And I remember those scholastic uh, book order forms that would come, you know, the kind of on that weird thin waxy paper. Yes. And and I remember, like, you'd get it and be like, oh, good, you can order, um, like, 18 various, like, cash grab books about dinosaurs and also the Babysitter's Club. Yeah, um, and maybe something under the bed is drooling. But 
Yes. Um, and then it's always a Garfield collections. It's the fat cat is back in his 89th collection. Um, and of course, um, if you were really brave, you could actually get scary stories to tell in the dark. Oh, oh, I wasn't that brave, but wait, no, the best ones of course were the, um, the real cash grab books would be things like, you know, um, an American hero, the Michael Dukakis story, <laughs> or whoever, whatever politician was big back in like 1988. Oh, and let's not forget that they almost always had klutz books. Klutz books? What's that? Oh, like the klutz book of juggling, the klutz book of. Oh, Eroding. that's right. Yeah. All these books. Wow, that came I forgot with a all toy. about those. And yes. the klutz books, they used um, to be a really good uh, thing. Like, here's all the different ways you can learn to juggle, you can uh, learn. You can learn to do contact juggling and all that kind of stuff. I don't know what happened to Klutz Press. I used to love Klutz hmm. books. I remember like there were a lot of choose your own adventures. Oh yes. Yeah. Uh, so that was I was always a highlight of the um, the year getting the Scholastic or sometimes Firefly. Um, oh yeah. Book forms and Troll and yep. oh Troll yeah I used to I used to order Peanut Butter Magazine <laughs> through uh, through Troll Peanut Butter Magazine um, now. I also remember, like, it was that was the second best day of the year. The first, of course, is the book fair, book fair. When, you know, you didn't have to wait. You could just get them right there. They were so great. Um, I actually just went to a book fair recently because um, Moody went to a local, like, elementary school to do a presentation. And the book fair happened to be going on. So I was all like, we got to check out the book fair. And we went. And it turns out that when you're an adult... The books aren't as good. <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, I mean, all right. I, I really don't need a picture book about water moccasins. So, you know, never mind. I can't believe you, know, you passed up a picture book about water moccasins. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I guess I've just lost that childlike wonder. Now, the one that's... But anyway... The one that stuck with me oh, sorry, one I second. bought at a book fair was this book... Oh. Children's book fairs. Oh. No, oh, schools. you mean when we went to that... Well, it was also like a really hot portable... Yeah, it wasn't a portable, which made it rather unpleasant. Yeah. No, the, yes, we're recording right now. Oh. Hi, Moody. Yeah. How you doing? <laughs> She's leaving. She's waving. Bye. <laughs> she got so excited about the book fair. <laughs> but anyway, um, sorry, so you were saying. No, the thing that I remember buying at the book fair that was that sticks with me because it was just so singularly weird was a book called The Birthday Book. With the subtitle, Cats You're Going to Love. And it was... What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll let you ruminate on what that might be for a few seconds. And what... So... <laughs> okay. Just... just Okay. Just, I'm... Okay. Go on. Okay. Oh, wait, wait. Listen, she's back. One second. What is it? Like my eyes. Oh, you're very pretty. Now get out of here. My eyes. Yes, I see them. <laughs> I don't. Anyway. Anyway. All right. Anyway, so. The birthday book, as it turns out, is this very simple story about cats going to a birthday party. And it's re photographs of real cats that they have somehow stuffed into these human costumes that stand them up upright. And they have, and it's this very bas you know, basic story about a cat, cat going to a, another kid. kid no, they're kittens, actually. A kitten going to another kitten's birthday party, and his mouse friend sneaks into the into the present so he can come too. And as I, I I had this as a kid. I was like, oh, this is cute. This is I wonder why they did this. 
And then years later, I found out it was part of this, that the book was actually Japanese, translated into English, and that huh. it was this whole, like, I don't know, I guess you call it like a live-action Hello Kitty, and that there were all different other kinds of books you could get with these cats, and there was even a music video showing these cats as a ro these cats stuffed into rock band costumes and sort of licking at their guitars and stuff and <laughs> okay yeah i just imagine that like the the cats are going to be wearing those giant suits so they look like what david Brin yes, or whatever exactly his name what is like <laughs> wow but the whole series sounds like that lady who does those pictures of weimarans oh oh the ones that were on uh sesame street yeah yes. yeah i forget her name but um, the dog's man. name was faye that... i remember that much but Oh, huh. I mean, this still does sound kind of charming, this book about cats, though. Yeah, it's, it's just really weird to me to find this one-off book about uh, with uh, cat photos, and uh, and then it turns out to be part of this whole other enormous franchise, and this is just the single little tentacle that poked its way over to our country. Huh. Well, I mean, um, they were ahead of the, t ahead of the curve, because nowadays you make a book like that, I'd better be a huge huge thing yeah. people would love it i'm surprised that it hasn't like come cats. back yeah but yeah the perlorian well. cats is what it's called so huh okay yeah. um interesting but anyway uh but we got off topic yes. uh earth day birthday yeah. it's wibble dinosaur yeah. snaking it back from where we were from the book fair to the troll book club this was not this comic strip was not part of the book club it was a handout produced by scholastic that was just given out to the kids like a newsletter. And it had a few minor like articles, maybe a couple of puzzles, that kind of thing. I, I'm, I'm sure they're still doing this for uh, kids to this day. In fact, I found some in like, there were, they had been like thrown away in a gas station trash can. And I was like, Oh boy, I wonder if they had it wibble. Yeah, they didn't. <laughs> but, Oh, <laughs> so, were these environmentally themed at all? Or? A little bit, yeah. Not as much so. I think it was more the the whole, like, uh, you know, kids reading as an adventure kind of thing, which is, oh, which is in fact true, but... but it, Very yeah. 80s as well. However, it was okay. not really so much a merchandising thing, so much as I remember kind of liking it and thinking that uh, it seemed weird that this that it was wasn't as much of an ad as it could be. Hmm. And I, th that I think that, uh, I think that shows through in this special, the it's wibble earth day birthday special, which seems very heartfelt for the most part. And not, not as much about a, uh, not as much of a, uh, e you know, eco fad cash grab as you might think for something made at this time. Right. Uh, when was when did this thing actually come out? This felt felt like a very uh, kind of early nineties. Yes, uh, uh, production. One ninety two. Okay, that up. that scans. Yeah. Uh, it um it it feels very much of its time because I do remember that uh, late eighties, early nineties. That's when you start getting a lot of kind of vaguely environmentally themed specials aimed at kids yeah. and that kind of carries over into the 90s um they they're always they're they're always kind of like this though this this does feel like if uh the it's wibble special just has that um uh how to, that genesee quoi that you just comes with uh 
God, I don't even. This is such a weird thing. It is. It's. It is. Like, it feels like someone who really cared about the Earth um, kind of came up with, like, I want to make something that's going to make kids care about the Earth. And then they just kind of. They did that thing where if you've ever seen read like a local children's author, yeah, in your town, you know where you're, where they're like, it's easy to write a kids book. Uh, uh, okay, what's on my desk? Oh, a bottle. I'll write about an anthropomorphic bottle, like stuff like that, because it just kind of feels like a bunch of like random shit thrown together in in a way that does not really make any sense, but. It really does feel like just someone like, oh yeah, kids will love it. Kid, you know, it's it's imaginative. It's but it's much like, it's a lot like some of those books that we read together, like the one about Marshall going to the hospital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that sort of thing. It's like, and you just might learn something. <laughs> but um, one of those ones where you know what they always do? They always introduce all the characters on the end papers. Oh, that's right, and they have like a map. Yeah, of where they live. <laughs> I always love those books because you'll find like one of them at one of us in, in like the dentist office and you just read and you see that map on the on the inside cover. And it's like, oh, this must have been like a series that has been forgotten to the ages. And I'll never I'll never see any other book from this series ever. But I know where I know where Dr. Squirrel lives now. <laughs> he lives in it. He lives in an oak tree with a little door stuck in the in the knot hole. I, I wonder yeah. how many of those kids read and then this kid happened to have like zero curiosity. So they just went to their grave thinking that, yeah, sectars, that was that one book. Well, you know, I mean, that was kind of me. Like, <laughs> I, I, like I, I think I mentioned how when I was a kid, I saw the raccoons Christmas special yeah. and I did not realize for 30 years that it was part of a series. Well, I thought it was, was just a, this weird random thing. The series was a spinoff of that, so you might have seen it before there was a series. Oh, wait, really? Oh, okay, never mind that. Yeah. Maybe I'm not as dumb as I look. <laughs> but I also didn't realize that Pac-Man was a series. I thought that was all standalone Christmas special as well. Uh, I mean, that's the only one that they showed for years and years. It used to it's, It ran on Cartoon Network years after they uh, stopped showing the actual Pac-Man reruns. Uh, oh, also the Chipmunks. The Chipmunks. <laughs> I, I thought they were just a Christmas thing as well. Oh, well, again, it it was all launched by the Christmas song. So well, there you go. So maybe they all make sense. Yeah, you know, we, um, we tend to now, think of Christmas specials as something that happens with something that was already established. But more often than not, it's th things that get created for Christmas move on to bigger and better things. And then we think of the Christmas special as ancillary to that. Like, look at, yeah, look at Witch's guess... Night Out. That was... That was the second special after uh, the gift of winter. So, huh? That seems weird because you would think that they'd be like, "Oh, it's about a witch." Well, clearly the first one should be Halloween themed. <laughs> They're like, "No, no, Christmas, the Christmas witch." No, the witch wasn't in the first. Okay. One. What? Yep. Oh, is it about small and tender? Yes. It's about small and tender and all the others, and they were going to visit Old Man Winter to complain about why winter was so miserable. And well. <laughs> No wonder it. No wonder no one remembers that one if there's no, no witch, witch in it. Yeah. <laughs> What's even the point? God. Anyway, speaking of pointless things, it's Swibble Earth Day birthday. <laughs> let me let me set the scene for you. This is an HBO special or uh, from the early '90s, yes. 
And boy, does it look like that. <laughs> Everything about this feels extremely early 90s HBO Earth Day special. The the style of animation, um, I, I don't know. How, I, I'm trying to think of how to describe it. It's almost a, not Keith Harrington, but um, you mean Keith? Sally Crookshank, maybe? Uh not as, thinking of? not as gross out as her, but I know what you mean. It's no. very, it's very simple. I think you were closer with Keith Haring actually, because they have that kind of featureless look, except that they have dot eyes. And yeah, they. It reminds me of I don't I I maybe I'm being unfair, but it looks like something you'd see in the that that fairy tales for every kid series, or like uh or the uh, animated segments in Reading Rainbow. Mm, it maybe not quite as definitely bad as Reading Rainbow, but. <laughs> Yeah, but definitely it's something that as soon as you see the animation style, you know that you are supposed to learn something. This is this is going to teach you. This was made and... this was made by people who could not draw a fighter jet looping the loop if you paid them. Yes, exactly. So, but they knew what kids liked. They knew kids liked dinosaurs. And with armed with that singular piece of information, they decided to make an Earth Day special. And it begins way back in the Mesozoic era when uh, the dinosaurs are threatened with extinction. They're all going to die because volcanoes are erupting. I think that's what happened. It looked like volcanoes were erupting. That's, a, that's an interesting um, new theory. Dinosaurs all died in I, volcano uh, eruptions. <laughs> well, I mean, keep in mind, like in the early 90s, had they established for sure that it was meteors yet? Uh, because... They, I don't think we had actually discovered the the crater itself, the chi, the Chihulub, but uh, it was definitely one of the major theories. And the other one was the one they went with on Jim Henson's dinosaurs, which is that it was ecological collapse. Because right. I remember, like as a kid, all my dinosaur books were like, "Why did the dinosaurs die? We don't know. Maybe it just got cold." <laughs> and I'm thinking, like, "Oh, all right, sure, yeah, that makes sense. It just got cold." And, uh, um, but, um, but I do remember, uh, then the, the meteor theory gaining traction. And I think at some point in the nineties, we kind of established like, yeah, that's, that's the way it is. That's the one. Um, and they were like, did we find the, the crater? Wasn't the crater basically the Gulf of Mexico? Yeah, more or less. It, it is pretty much in Mexico. So I, I love that. They were like, looking at that, look, look at the Gulf of Mexico. It's like, where we just can't, we just can't find that crater. Where could it be? <laughs> Perhaps it's this gigantic Gulf. <laughs> but anyway, so the dinosaurs are all going to die because of volcanoes. So all the dinosaur moms and dads get together. They put their eggs in a giant pile and they pray to the sky with no, a wish. They make a wish. Yes. This is, this is, this is a non-denominational yes. Earth Day special. They make a wish upon a star that the eggs will survive. And then magical stardust falls upon the eggs and preserves them for millions and millions of years until the present day. And I guess the present day they've all hatched. And now all these star touch dinosaurs live in a little house in the woods in little beds like the seven dwarves. And they all have kind of star themed like bobbles on their heads yeah. or their tails. Some of them do. I'm not really sure. It Zwibble himself definitely does. Right. And the star touch star touched dinosaurs. The um, there's a bunch of them. Yes. They're 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 young. We know because they all wear diapers. 
because it is the 90s and it's 91. So there's the tail end of the uh, the baby cartoon character craze. And, you know, um, they had to put some diapers and indicate that these are children. Do you, you think know, that they're they actually are, they... diapers or are they doing the thing where they like wear the lower half of the egg as pants? Oh, um, that is actually, that's a good question. No, actually, no. Diapers, because the eggs were multicolored. Oh, you're right. Every, okay. And all, all their diapers are white. Okay. So even though they are old enough to speak in full sentences, they still, like, shit themselves. Unlike uh, Zwibble Dibble, who's an adult, so he wears no clothes at all. Yeah. Apparently, okay, so if you're a child, you carry your shit around with you in a bag <laughs> wrapped around you. When you grow up, you just shit anywhere. I guess is what's happening. I whatever. It's, but anyway, it's like being a caddis fly. You know, you you, you stop carrying <laughs> your larval case, your fecal case. <laughs> <laughs> but so this is this day is a special day because it's it's um it's Dibble Day. Dibble Day, yeah. So Dibble Day. So his name isn't it Zwibble. It's Zwibble Dibble. And so Zwibble Dibble, yeah. it, it, apparently, it, and cor- actually, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. If, so the, the baby dinosaurs all wake up, and they're and one dinosaur, Orbit. Orbit, okay. He is excited because and Orbit is an orange dinosaur who wears a baseball cap. So he is he's our main character in this special, and he is excited because it's his Dibble Day, and that means apparently that Zwibble Dibble. Um, will put some stardust on him, and then they will fly together. They will fly around the Earth. It's. I, I'm starting to see some hook influence in this. Are you? Oh, actually, that's a good point. Well, yeah, that the fairy dust, yeah. stardust, Lost and boys, flying. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's um, it's a sort of thing. No, I think you're right, actually, because I feel like that would be a sort of thing that if you're making a special like this you'd be like okay i'm gonna draw influences from something that's you know safe in public domain for the children and peter pan i might kind of fall into that or at least someone making a special like this would think it would I don't know. yeah peter pan is kind of uh nebulous as far as uh its status in the public domain goes but i'm pretty sure it's safely public domain now I know that, yeah. But I know that when they were making the comic book fables, it was intend they intended to use Peter Pan and have him actually be the bad guy, the mis- the secret bad guy that we didn't find out about for years. And then they found out that they couldn't use him, so they took it in a totally different direction, and the bad guy ended up being Geppetto. But huh? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Also, however, that didn't stop them from accidentally using King Louie, who was made up for Disney's Jungle Book. well um mostly i want to know peter pan is apparently he has all his baby teeth and women find that irresistible (laughs) really do they now um i have not read peter pan but someone i know has told me that and is very insistent that is an actual thing in the book um and i i'm i'm just gonna believe that because i have no desire to read about women like getting all horny over baby teeth uh so but anyway do you know any dentist do you know anyone who could uh set me up with some veneers that look like baby teeth <laughs> i had a friend who actually like had her baby teeth it was very strange wow 
Like they never fell out. Wow. So she had like, yeah, like she had incredibly tiny little teeth. <laughs> it was very weird. Did women um, find her irresistible? Well, you know, she did. She, she did seem to be pretty lucky. So maybe that was the secret, huh. you know? <laughs> um, but anyway, um, so, so Orbit is excited because it's his, it's his Dibble day. He's going to get to fly around the earth with Zwibble Dibble. Zwibble Dibble is not a flying dinosaur. He is not a pterodactyl or anything. Yeah, these are all, is, uh, I don't know. If you had to pin them down as a single dinosaur, what would you call them? Um, they're kind of a, a, a um, tyrannoid, kind of a generic tyrannoid Maybe, type thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know what you would call that style of dinosaur because the only style I know is sauropods, and these are not sauropods. Well, they well they all have thumbs, so I'm gonna call them iguanodons. Oh, there you go. Um, but are their thumbs pointy? Uh, we don't really zoom in close enough to see, but we know that they can walk on walk on their hind legs as well. So, I'm I oh, okay. That's, that's good enough for me. There's some sort of star-touched iguanodon and. Maybe that's fair. And that's maybe fair. their thumb spikes turned into real thumbs somehow because they like plunge them into the eye of a mystical eagle or something like that. Sorry, I'm getting on a totally different book here. The Stardust did it, <laughs> you know. Um, but anyway, so they're um, so Zwibble Dibble is all excited and he's gonna get this thing. So he he goes off and the, and... and the first time we see Zwibble Dibble, he's standing on a on a stump just making magic happen around him for no audience. Just like, woo hoo 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 everything's floating around me and it's whimsical. Uh yeah, there's a lot of whimsy in this. Oh, did we mention it's, it's Zwibble is voiced by Christopher Reeve? Well, you know, I don't wanna I I don't wanna say anything mean, but Nothing against his voice acting this. He's fine. He is fine. But there is a very particular kind of special television production that would seek out Christopher Reeve to voice work for them. And it's this kind of special. It's it's this kind of I mean it's it's once I assume he was paralyzed by this point. No, no, he was that was Oh, he wasn't. That was uh, several years later. Never mind. This completely destroys my theory because I just remember that like he voiced a lot of stuff and I always was in once he was paralyzed and it always seems to be like, this is inspirational. <laughs> you should be inspired. And it's like just kind of, I don't know. It's very strange, no, but just, never mind. This, no, this is just a big duh. Like, oh, the, the dinosaur flies. Let's get the guy who played Superman 10 years ago. He was, he, I mean, hey, he got a lot of mileage out of that one part. Uh, yeah, he did. He did. And uh, also, wait. Yeah, go on, go on. Sorry, sorry. I had oh, no, something sorry, to say, and then say... I totally lost my uh, train of thought because Superman oh, uh, stopped it from falling off a mountain. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so, so um, Zwibble Dibble oh. is going to. Oh, sorry. No, there are a bunch of other characters they meet as well. There's the deer. There's the deer. Yeah, who... who's just kind of a guy who says what's happening. He's like, he's going to see Zwibble Dibble. That's great. It's like, yeah. And then there's like this beaver who's like kind of an old man who doesn't do anything in this. He's just there. He does the same thing. Like uh, Orbit comes up. I'm good. It's my dibble day. And uh, he's and, and Cobb the beaver's like, well, is that so? Well, isn't that interesting? Well, I guess you're going to wibble dibble it up today. It's like, why are you in this? 
You're compl- and there's a bird. The bird doesn't do anything either. I were these all just characters that were in the comic, and they're like, well, we gotta put them in the movie. I guess we so, gotta have yeah. them. It's like how kids will riot if they don't get every single Zwibble Dibble character appearing. It's like how Five <laughs> showed up in the It's Our Day Charlie Brown, and despite the fact that he didn't say anything. <laughs> oh wow. Five? Five, yeah. The guy from he was in uh Charlie Brown Christmas and a bunch of other things. And yeah, that's his whole bit is that his name is five. And he actually has Yeah, didn't he have brothers named one, two, three, and four? Yeah, he has two little sisters named three and four who are twins. You can see them in they da- you can see them dancing in the Christmas special. Okay, I remember that. It's I, like, I was okay. about to say, didn't we talk about this? And then I was like, Oh, that's right, we didn't do the Christmas special episode. <laughs> I took notes for it and then we never recorded it. <laughs> Well, we'll get around to it, I'm sure. Uh, there's, um, there's bound to be another Christmas, right? Yeah. Tick, tick, tick. Oh, uh, you know, I'm sure. I'm, I, you know what? I say with 100% assurance, there's no possible way that something bad could happen to prevent Christmas from happening this year. There's no possible. I mean, it would have something really bad would have to happen. And, I mean, right now, our track record this year has just been like so good i can't imagine i just can't imagine if there was anyway, ever a year where it would turn out that you know santa was sick and couldn't deliver the presents it would be this year that's true <laughs> the uh the uh the norad tracking actually just shoots him down <laughs> whatever um but anyway so uh um so there are all these useless characters and there's also a shrew is that what and the shrew, a shrew is kind of the... okay yeah I couldn't tell oh, well his name is shrew. shrew or a badger or a, a rat who was wearing salt shakers in front of his eyes. Yeah, he's got the weirdest glasses. And they, <laughs> they look, I thought the same thing. They look like salt shakers. I assume they're supposed to be incredibly thick, but they're so stylized that they just look like salt shakers. And um, and he's really cranky. He, he doesn't like that everyone makes a lot of noise. And um, so he is, he's mad that they're going to dwibble dibble it up. Right. Yeah. And um, so Zwibble Dibble takes orbit and they fly around the earth. They sing a song about how there's no place like home. And then they see a factory that's causing pollution. And they're just like, oh, pollution is it's no, the, the orbit is like, what is that? And Zwibble Dibble's like pollution, all kinds. <laughs> <laughs> all kinds of pollution. okay yeah it just made me think of in dinosaurs when Genghis rex is like dinosaurs the old kind um but anyway so they return home and uh cob the beaver's like wow what do you see and and dwibble dibble's like i saw a factory making a lot of pollution also la is completely covered in smog and which i love because it's like oh is that a news flash i guess <laughs> Didn't you do this last year with somebody? I mean, I mean, yeah, multiple times a year because presumably every dinosaur gets to do this once a year. I mean, how much older is Zwibble Dibble compared to the other ones? I mean, did he did he hatch first and then just wait around lonely for ten years and then the rest of them hatched? And oh, maybe that's why his yeah. name. Maybe that's why they call him It Zwibble because at first he was it. Oh, geez, yeah, that actually. That makes sense, but it probably is also more thought than anyone ever put into this. I'm sure. <laughs> but uh, this this is the part where they they decide. Well, the 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 Zwibbles are all Zwibble Dibble is all upset about that factory polluting. 
So he says, if only the children of the earth would take the Zwibble Dibble pledge, just like our Zwibble Dibbles. <laughs> and this is such an early 90s environmental special thing that it's it's always like, oh, the children are our future. If only children cared. And it's like, oh, good. Just per- place the burden of saving the world on infants. Well, I you mean, know. we've 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 seen quite a bit of evidence that you cannot make adults care, not even by threatening them. So, no, no. Well, adults don't, but it's just this thing where, like, adults continuously. We've been doing this for like the 40, 50 years of the environmental movement, where where because adults cannot care and and will not do anything, they just continuously do that thing where we're like, oh, the children are the future. Like how just recently, like, Greta Thornburg will save us all. <laughs> or Thunberg, or whatever her name is. We're going to paint a big picture of her. And then she can save us. It's like, she's like 14 years old. And she I herself mean, is she's... like, that's a bunch of bullshit. Actually do something. Yeah, I mean, her whole thing is basically saying, like, I don't want to die. Please do something, adults. And adults are like, oh, she's so brave. Let's do nothing. <laughs> but, like, we're going to, like, do... But but we'll make hashtags about her. Um, anyway. Um, but, uh, so so that's the thing. is like, the children of the planet need to care and take a Zwibble-Dibble pledge, just like our Zwibble-Dibbles. What is a Zwibble-Dibble pledge? The pledge... I... The pledge is... They say it, don't they? I think uh, they do. No job is too. Rem- oh yeah, no job is too big. No problem too small. I um to make underleg noises during the good scenes. And I don't. Know. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> it's for the same as Canadian y- mounted yak patrols uh, song, isn't it? No, it's the. Uh... It was the vow to, I hereby swear, only to watch the Ren and Stimpy show and to make underleg noises during the good scenes and to wear unwashed lederhosen every single day for the rest of my life. Sure, we all took the pledge, but how many of the rest of you are still wearing your unwashed lederhosen? I'll bet you took it off by now. Well, you know, it's a, well, you know, there's just no, no follow through with kids these days. That's why the planet's in such a fucked up state. They all took the Zwibble Dibble pledge, and how many of them are Zwibble Dibbling it? You know. Um, anyway, but uh, but Zwibble Dibble decides the the obvious solution here is that they need to have all the children of the world, every single child in the world, come to Zwibble Dibble Mountain or wherever they live <laughs> to have a to attend a party during which uh, they will sh- they will. Uh, trick them all into taking the pledge so it's basically like a giant tupperware party yeah come for the fun oh wait no now you're here and you have to take this pledge so yeah it gets more and more ominous the more they describe it yeah um so they're gonna that's their plan every single child in the world at this party and but what they didn't count on is is the machinations of the villains and the villains are okay. So I love the villains in this. They're the best thing in this entire thing. There's a, uh, a lady dinosaur. Are they, are so they dinosaurs? I, they are dinosaurs. I assume that means that they too are star touch dinosaurs yeah. who survived the extinction event. Hmm. But for some reason, they live in a trailer on a giant pile of like tires and they love garbage. Underwater. And 
That's right, yeah. It's like one of them is the the main villain. The main villain is this lady dinosaur. Yeah. I think she's a protoceratops or something. I thought I um, assumed they were all all uh, marine iguanas, but I guess it never oh, occurred to yeah. me that they would be dinosaurs. Yeah, I'm not really I don't I don't think they actually look like anything in particular. I I don't There's think they some kind did of any reptile. Research. I don't know. Yeah. She's wearing like a house dress and she's got like a curler but she has no hair, so it's basically she's got like a little horn that curls around her curler, mm-hmm. um, you know, which is amusing. And when we first meet her, she has this great song about how much she loves garbage. She she just garbage is good, misunderstood, <laughs> and it's great because she she just lives in filth. She's basically I mean Oscar the Crouch, right? Kinda, yeah, pretty much. But. But her motivation is kind of strange because she's talking about how much she just loves garbage and just loves, you know, living in in squalor. And then she says, oh, all this garbage and it's all making me money. So it's like, wait, it is. Are, yeah. So I'm like, how? How does it make you money? Is what is your motivation here? Is it just because you love trash for the love of trash or are you actually like somehow profiting off of? trash i'm I'm really not sure what's going on there i you know set up the computer i'm going to do another live stream of swimming through garbage <laughs> for every this, 25 this the... donation i'm going to gargle the contents of a random bottle this is for the fans only account <laughs> and she has oh, two man. sons who are like like the blockheads from gumby they don't say anything Oh, they're right. Are they her sons? I assumed they were her sons. What do you think? Do you think they're her employees? No, I mean, that makes sense. They're the same kind of animal that she yeah. is. And she doesn't treat them the way a cartoon villain usually treats just like hired minions. Yeah, she says, you know? let's go get a pizza or something like that. So Yeah, exactly. Like she's way, t- she calls them boys, yeah. you know, and, and I think, yeah, she's way too, um, way too, uh, motherly toward them because if she had just hired them then clearly when they failed she would be like you bungling blockheads or something <laughs> but instead yeah she's like let's go get a pizza boys so yeah i, I think they are supposed to be her son yeah and also i want to point out what uh was was pointed out to me when i watched this with a group of friends that just just how thickly on thickly they layer the uh, iconography of being low lower middle class on her and mm, one of those is having true. a big family mm, that's true well let's just say that there is there is a definite uh eco-fascist undertones in this special yeah uh, we weren't at the time we were not quite prepared to se- to separate regular ecologically minded uh talk from eco-fascism but the whole uh, man man is the real virus that's been around forever yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's the sort of thing where it's like, if only those poor people didn't have so many children. And Someone no, should do something. Never mind the fact that It's Wibble has piles and piles of eggs that, who's, where do they, have they all hatched? Because that was a really big mountain of eggs. Do you think, yeah. well, do you think he's got like a legion of chickens warming them up uh, all the time that we don't see? Yeah. <laughs> How many Zwibble Dibbles do we see in the course of this special? Maybe 12, I think. Yeah, that's not... Well, maybe the other... Maybe that's like the... Well, 
the normal way that reptiles work with eggs, isn't it? They just lay like a huge clutch and you're like, well, maybe like two or three will survive. No. And maybe that's what happened. Oh. They were just like, okay, of all those eggs, like 12 survived since the parents were not incubating them at all. I mean, Ed Zwibble hatched first and well, he had to eat something. Yep. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> There's something for the old fans only. <laughs> the old fans. Oh, sexy Eggmore. Um, yeah, you think so, he, you think he uh, actually sucks the contents out, or or dislodges his jaw to swallow it whole, and then uh, ooh, pierces ooh. it with his throat. Mm. Oh, <laughs> so hot. <laughs> the um uh what so so um. Oh, what happens? I'm mean, I've completely blanked they're, on. They're oh right shit! Invitations. I remember that part. They right. write invitations for every single child in the world. I wonder if they did it like alphabetical order or by age. But they all fit in one mailbag, though. Yeah, I mean, it suggests that things are already pretty bad on Earth if there's that few children. Oh shit. That's true. <laughs> it's like swivel dimble. I think maybe you need to be a little more aggressive in your anti-pollution campaign <laughs> it's like there are eight children left in the world but if they all took the zool devil pledge i'm pretty sure we could turn this human extinction thing around really fast yeah did you know that uh it's wibble uh birthday birthday and children of men take place in the same cinematic universe <laughs> oh. so they um they, 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 um, they're gonna invite every child in the world, but villains intervene. Yeah, I forget what they do. I think they're problem. like, they're like, do they have to go get more garbage? Is that what the boys are doing? Yeah, and I think they like hide the bag of mail in like a bush. Yeah, that is kind of what happens. That, that's right, because yeah. Orbit was doing two things. One, he was cleaning up the uh, junk in the river. Apparently, the river was full of junk, and. I guess it Zwibble hadn't noticed that uh, Zwibble Dibble Mountain was already home to pollution, all kinds. So, <laughs> yeah, and then, then, and then, um, but then as they're preparing for this party, there, this this party to get all the children in the world to take the Zwibble Dibble pledge to stop pollution. This party where they're all going to be wearing paper party hats and uh, having mylar balloons, uh, <laughs> biodegradable balloons. Um, they, As they're preparing, the, the deer guy is all like, I'm making garlands for everyone who takes this wibble-dibble pledge. It's like, okay, great. Good on you, yes. I guess. Yes, let's make more you know, random zwibble-dibble gimlets and gigaws. I mean... I I I really don't like the special. <laughs> There's I feel like that's the thing is I I feel like it's just it's just kind of that that preachy like children are the future thing just really kind of grates on me. But anyway, they um they also the B plot in this is literally the most cartoon B plot ever. Oh boy. It is oh boy. it is the one where Shrew hears all this party stuff going on, and he's like, what are they doing? Wait a minute. There's a party going on on April 22nd? Why, that's my birthday. This party must be for me. And it's like, okay, so basically, they're, like, when you become a cartoon writer, they, like, give you the book that has the five cartoon plots in it, and that's, like, number one. 
you know that's number it's one like, and then there's the one with the twin cousin and then there's the then there's the beach episode and then there's whatever you can whatever you can call school days and send in the clones that's it those are the five yep, th there you go exactly and then there's a little and if you're appendix into... saying all owls wear graduation caps at all times Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. That's basically, and if you're, uh, that's it. That's if you make an American cartoon. If you're making a Japanese cartoon, you just cross out beach episode and write festival episode. Yeah. Or hot spring. Yeah. Hot spring. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it's like really only had to make one Zwibble Dibble cartoon and you immediately are like, uh, I'm just plumb out of ideas because <laughs> <laughs> we've got to go with this birthday shenanigans thing. Um, I mean, at least to their credit, it does not turn into one of those oh, it turns out they forgot my birthday. I'm going to run away from a home it's, episode. Yeah, it's kind of the reverse of that. It's that they all did forget his birthday because nobody gives a shit about this guy because he's an asshole. Yeah. But then he shows up at their party and they're all, and he's all like, everybody, I want to make a speech. And they're like, what the fuck? What is this guy <laughs> doing? Just listening as he's like, my dear Bagginses and Boffins, Tooks and Brandy Bucks. <laughs> and... <laughs> Yeah, and they're like, he thinks this party's for him. And Zwibble Dibble's like, you know what it is. Birthday is for everyone. And it's like, okay, all right. Um, oh, but wait, the children, I'm sorry. We forgot the most important part. So Zwibble Dibble is all upset. Not Zwibble Dibble, Orbit, because he failed uh, in his yeah, his assigned task. The Protoceratops boys uh, knocked over his wheelbarrow full of junk that he collected, and they stole the uh, invitations and threw them in a bush. So, right. So, so and he's, so. he's been gone the whole time and Zwibble is just sitting there chin in hand at the table being like, the children really don't care. Nobody wanted to come <laughs> to the party. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's like into the night. He's like, I know they'll come. And it's like, wow, you just got stood up by every single child in the world. I, I mean, that's gotta hurt. I mean, <laughs> like, birthday is usually a school night. Oh, that's true. That's true. But still, I mean, I just think it's like, okay, look, if you throw a party and you invite like 20 people and no one shows up, yeah, that's gonna sting. That's gotta sting. You invite like 100 million people to your party <laughs> and nobody shows up? <laughs> I mean, it's like, at that point, I think someone's like, maybe, maybe it's me. <laughs> maybe they don't like me. Um, but then, uh, what's his face shows up the orbit oh, yeah. and he's like, Oh, I found all the letters. They fell in a bush. And Zwibble was like, Oh, don't worry. I can still make the children come using this, this box of stardust. And he just throws it and children just come flying like, like out of the sky. Yeah, seriously. It's like, why are you wasting time writing letters to every single child in the world and worrying about whether you can spell Zimbabwe? <laughs> Which was a thing he was doing earlier in the special. Yes. Gotta have uh, a little bit of uh, exoticizing the other there. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, well, you know, some of those rides around like Zimbabwe. That's one of those countries where they're having too many children, if you think about it. <laughs> why do I have to write so many invitations for Zimbabwe? And don't they ever feed these kids anything? No. <laughs> oh, Swivel Dibble is getting extremely problematic. Yeah, sorry, I paused. Swivel Dibble's like, yeah. I don't even know if Zimbabwe is experiencing food food insecurity. 
Well, no, but it's a sort of thing that that it is a sort of thing that a that a racist dinosaur would immediately assume about Zimbabwe. <laughs> so it makes sense, you know. Afterwards, he's gonna be like, you know, the real problem was that you know how the the Chinese they just don't have the same respect for life that we do here in the West. You know, oh, and what do you suggest mm. that we do about that, Zwibble? Please. Zwibble's like, well, you know, it's like when you think about it, like that, you know, they, they made that disease, they made COVID over there, and it kind of serves them right for like, you know, it's like, you, you know, they, you know, they eat dogs there, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Zwibble Dibble is just like, <laughs> I can't just... mention bats anywhere without someone making some horrible racist joke about, about the Chinese now. Fuck. Oh, no. That's the new thing? Yeah. Oh. I just like, oh god! I like how we're just like, the new headcanon is just Wibble Dibble is incredibly racist. <laughs> we just decided to find every single child, even the ones from the. I mean, I mean, he's not even Swibble Dibble isn't even white. What? What's? Who's he racist <laughs> against? I mean, everyone. I, no, no, I guess just, everyone because they're not dinosaurs. <laughs> he's a. He's like one of those. Um, He's like one of those, you know, he's, he's like Ben Shapiro, you know, he's, he's like, oh, I'm going to join the alt-right, even though I'm Jewish, you know, so like, that's, that's what Zwibble Dibble is. He's, he's like, ah, oh, surely these white supremacists will accept me as one of their own if I just show them how, uh, how, um, how idiot. excited I am. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Swivel Dibble, the useful idiot. <laughs> oh, my. Well, you know, he, well, if it's, he's only got a brain the size of a walnut. What do you expect? <laughs> but don't forget, he's got a second one in his pelvis. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what? Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Because when I was a kid, I was a, when I was a wee child. So younger people might not know this, but there was a theory that, that I was told by adults because I love dinosaurs. They were all saying, you know, a Stegosaurus had a second brain in his butt because he was so dumb. He needed a second brain to control <laughs> his second bottom half. And even as a child, I, I remember thinking like, that is fucking insane. What do you mean he has a second brain? What is it? Is, I, mean, I just imagine like Stegosaurus is like one of those pantomime horse costumes <laughs> where like the two halves like separate and like they can't coordinate. That makes no sense. Why would that be a thing? And I just remember thinking like, you know what? I mean, I swallowed a lot of stupid shit as a kid, but I was like, that is the bridge too far. I do not believe that because I remember thinking like, you know what? Adults say a lot of stu like they know a lot, but they don't know shit about dinosaurs. So I don't, I don't believe them. <laughs> Because, like, every adult would be like, you know, well, cavemen and dinosaurs lived together. No, they didn't. No, they did not. Jeez, Manise. These fucking adults, they don't know a single goddamn thing about dinosaurs. Like, you know what? It's like when you the dinosaurs come up, it's like a fucking Cinema Toast Crunch commercial. It's like Coach, Coach Biff, he sure knows a lot. But does he know about, like, a Stegosaurus' butt? No. <laughs> Or is a fruit by the foot? I mean, no, I don't know. No, yeah, uh, it was it was cinnamon, it was cinnamon toast crunch, or like uh, apple jacks, that kind of thing. Oh, that's it. So, it's apple so jacks. So you kids are into dinosaurs, huh? You know that pterodactyl couldn't actually fly; it only glided. Dun 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 dun. <laughs> actually, they can totally fly, and you're a stupid idiot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> high five. Apple jacks, ninety three. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Well, thank you. That's right. Not not your dad. Not for your dad. Yeah, and that's why, you know, if you ever meet a paleontologist, they're going to be about seven because no adult knows any shit about dinosaurs. It's true. You know what else? I'm also going to say this. It's totally bogus that Tyrannosaurus is a scavenger. 
I'm going to write a report saying that he's a badass predator. <laughs> I mean, who would turn down a free meal? I mean, I wouldn't. If if I found a hot cheeseburger just went lying dead in front of me, I was like, okay, shit. But yeah, actually, fair, fair. I would also, uh, I would also eat that cheeseburger. Yeah. Um, but the other it, thing about it's that, into the true okay. story of the three little pigs. <laughs> you know the other thing I remember, you know now also do you remember when dinosaurs were like do you remember like when you're a kid when dinosaurs and, ruled um, the earth i'm not that old yeah yeah well when we were kids ethan i'm just gonna assume that you were as obsessed with dinosaurs as i was because you were young in the same era that i was well uh, and, let's uh, i'm waiting for you to say something i didn't already know so let's assume that i was Okay. Do you remember like when, when you're a kid and they're like dinosaurs were like extremely like fat and dumb and they all died when they went extinct because they were too dumb. <laughs> it's like, what? like what, what are you saying that they, that they, you know, mishandled their protective equipment? <laughs> yeah. It's like they all fell for pyramid schemes and then <laughs> spent all their money on lottery tickets. No, I remember like they were too dumb and it's like, what do you mean the dinosaurs were too dumb? Every animal in the world is dumb. I mean, compared to us. <laughs> I mean, and we're we're going to go extinct and we're the smartest thing in the planet. So, I mean, I don't see how this theory holds up. But I just remember that was like a, one of the things that they said, like dinosaurs were super dumb. And then they started coming out with these other theories. That they have like feathers and shit. Mm -hmm. That's the thing now. They've all got feathers. Yeah. All the dinosaurs had feathers. All of them had they all look like... Some of them look like penguins. Some of them look like pheasants. Yeah, Veloc Velociraptor looked a lot more like a peacock than anything else. That's right. I know. It's like what? It's like suddenly, yeah, the dinosaurs. Apparently, I'm like, wait a minute. I'm sorry. I, I'm when I saw that, I was like, um, I, I was like one of those old guys who's all like, Pluto. It's all a planet to me because I'm like, how dare you tell me that my little golden book full of, of dinosaur facts is inaccurate. Oh, Taylor, how dare you say that there's been additional scientific research since 1986? I'm so angry about this. Well, you know, I think there's, I think that's the proof that I wasn't as big into dinosaurs as you were, because I had a bunch of dinosaur books, and they were from different eras, like one from 1960 and one from 1970, and they kept, uh, and they kept contradicting one another. And then when I looked at the latest stuff, I was like, okay, I'm just tuning out of dinosaurs until they figure out what the hell dinosaurs were, because right now. <laughs> I mean, now we don't even say the dinosaurs went extinct. Now we say the non-avian dinosaurs went extinct because birds are dinosaurs. So, so Ethan, you're all like, you know what, dinosaurs, get your shit together. I'm out of here yeah. until you can get your get on get your act together. Now, as far as um, I'm concerned, there's only five dinosaurs: Tyrannosaurus, uh, a, a sauropod, like we can't say Brontosaurus because that doesn't exist as. And Triceratops and Stegosaurus and Pteranodon. And that's it because those are the five Dinobots, and that's all I care about. Honestly, that that's that's that scans. Those are those are the five di wait, we said uh Tyrannosaurus, T Rex, Stegosaurus, Stegosaurus, uh, uh okay, yeah, yeah. Triceratops. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. Um I would a shit uh, about Plesiosaur. If... Come on. Oh yeah. I mean, if I was like really like, if I was stretching it, stretching it, I might include Dimetrodon, but only if I'm going by the dinosaurs. And of course, uh, Dimetrodons you know, aren't actually dinosaurs. 
and neither oh are, that's right they're like a and neither are pteranodons thingy. and neither are plesiosaurs and neither are eriops or <laughs> wait a minute what about wait wait what about ankylosaurus ankylosaurus that is in fact a dinosaur yes all right so they're okay so we'll say that there could be six dinosaurs okay yeah. um Okay, but here, it's like, but then dinosaurs weren't extinct, and they were replaced by the megafauna, of which there are two. Woolly mammoths and saber-toothed tigers. And ground sloths. Oh, yeah, the ground sloths. You see them in some... You see, yeah. That's right, because they, they had that movie that had a ground sloth in it. So ground sloths count. Yeah. And glyptodonts. Those, those are always my favorite. Yeah, those are cool. Those are cool. Yeah, mammalian uh, ankylosaurs. I, I can never I, not um, pronounce it ankylosaur. Oh, how is it? Well, how are they supposed no, to No, you were saying pronounced? it right, ankylosaur. But I, it looks like okay. ankly. Like, uh, there's so many ankles. He's ankly. Well, I've got a question for you. So, you know that really, really big sauropod? The biggest sauropod? Oh, you mean like, uh, like Ultrasaurus or Supersaurus, something like that? Uh, not that big. <laughs> I mean, the biggest sauropod you've got. No, oh. that's too big. Um, Brachiosaurus? Uh... No, um, it starts with a D. Uh, starts with a D. Uh, yeah. Um, um, okay. I don't. I, man, I'm just. Uh, okay. No. I was, well, oh, I was. Di I was wondering. You know. or Diplodocus. Okay, that's it. Oh, oh you, you say it both ways. Yeah, I, I've never heard which way is correct. I've always wondered if it's Diplodocus or Diplodocus. I have no clue. Um, none of my dinosaur books were on tapes. They did not tell me that. Yeah, and um, they and they frequently seem to uh, contradict one another. So. Yeah. Dinosaurs, man. Whatever. God, you just can't trust them. Um, plus, they're very racist, <laughs> as we established. Um, anyway, let's, uh, let's finish off the... Uh, the Earth Day birthday. Earth Day yeah. birthday. So, they, so they invited so, all the kids magically, and the kids all come on rainbow bridges or something? How did it work? Yeah. They, they flew like Peter Pan. <laughs> they used the stardust that Zwibble uh, Dibble apparently used earlier. And somehow he got it on the kids. Yeah. He, even though they're I all don't in know, the world. I don't even remember. I mean, it was it was a comp, it was way too complicated for something that was so simple. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they bring them. They're they're doing their dance. They, they have a little party. I guess they do the Zwibble Dibble pledge. I, I kind of missed whether that happened or not. Yeah. Um, Shrew gives a speech, and the villains are all like, well, guess we'll try again next week. <laughs> Let's next go get a pizza. And there was never a next week. Yeah, I gotta say, the villains seemed incredibly unmotivated <laughs> in this. Well, I mean, that's kind of... That's kind of accurate. I mean, it's... Well, I mean, I at the time I would say it was accurate in that uh, they're not really interested in polluting the whole world. They just uh, want things to be more convenient for themselves. And I was like, yeah, that's a lot more realistic than the eco-villains on Captain Planet. But uh, that, now, that is true, however, yeah. Captain Planet is seems pretty prescient. That's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is true. I mean, um, it's... Yeah. I mean, if you've like never heard the name before, wouldn't Donald Trump sound like a made-up name for somebody who wanted to cover the world in mud? That's true. Well, I'll think about the Coke, the Coke brothers. That sounds pretty <laughs> fake too. Yeah, yeah. But like, if they were Captain, but it'd be, but they would all be better as Captain Planet villains because the Coke brothers. You imagine they're like identical twins, like <laughs> the evil millionaire brothers. They look exactly the same. It'll be like um. 
you know, um, Tomax and Zamont. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're exactly the same, but like photo negatives of each other, you know? Yeah. One is, uh, one is all brown and red. Cause he looks like, uh, the Coca Coca-Cola and the other one is all white. Cause he looks like cocaine there. There you go. Yeah. Um, and what other eco villains are there right now? Um, um you would have Stephen Miller. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah, I mean, he would basically be the, the big, the, the evil computer they have that has a face on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. The, the weird, like kind of grid face. And like that's him. It's funny. Cause he does in fact look just like Ming's computer from uh, defenders of the earth. No, oh, it's probably the same. Yeah. They probably, they both bought him at the same, you know, the, the same Babbage's. <laughs> and, uh, I think, um, you know, and, and who's who's a lady eco villain? Lady, you gotta have a Doctor Blight. Who's an actual lady? Um, yeah. Uh, what's the who, who's the educational secretary? Shit. Oh, Betsy DeVos. Yeah. 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 So she's our Doctor Blight, <laughs> and uh, I think um, you know Donald Donald Trump strikes me as he would be the um, oh God, what is the he he's the uh, sliced sludge of the of the group. <laughs> I can't even, I don't even know the names of the eco-villains anymore. All I know is that, you know, all I can think of is the one that uh, was used in Flying Suit Reiko, Pigsley Pochalot. <laughs> oh, which actually isn't that far off from the, um, from the, uh, his, the, his counterpart in the actual Captain Planet. Because it was hog, hog, hog Greedly. Yeah, I remember that. Hoggish Greedly. <laughs> yeah. Which is funny because in the, I believe in the canon of Captain Planet, he's, not like a mutant or anything. He's just a, a fat guy who snorts a lot and makes pig puns all the time. Like, <laughs> so he's like you know, a penguin, he's, except he's the pig. Yeah, I mean that's basically it. You know, it's like that's his whole thing. And um, you know, and then, but there is a rat guy who is a mutant. The rat guy is is a mutant apparently. Um, a mutant rat who you know loves garbage <laughs> and and AIDS. Uh, what? There was there was one episode where um like a, a kid had AIDS, like you know this was the nineties, and uh so a kid had AIDS and uh, verminous scum, the evil rat guy, uh, that, was all like, no, ah, that. my evil plan is to like Give make me. all the kids at his school be mean to him because it's like you're setting your sights kind of low there, dude. Um. But, it, but he does have the great line where he's like, AIDS is the best thing since the Black Plague. It's like, okay, buddy. It's like, are you, he's like, do you just like AIDS because you're a rat and you like the plague because it's spread by rats? Because AIDS is not spread by rats, man. <laughs> I don't think you understand what's going on here. You get it from toilet seats. Oh. <laughs> ah! No, no, that you don't actually. No. I can say I'm saying that now because in 2020, I hope we all understand how AIDS is actually, well, you know, we hope we understand this so we can make this sort of dark humor yes. and no one's actually going to be like, I heard you get AIDS from toilet seats from, from uh, a, a special presentation, a <laughs> podcast on the internet, which only has the best information. I mean, you, you're not, you're not wrong to worry about that because sometimes you pick up stupid bullshit from the worst place and it sticks with you forever. Like, how there are probably tons of kids who still believe that you can't read in a dream because they saw it on Batman the Animated Series. Oh, I thought that. <laughs> because, because of Batman the Animated Series. So I, I guess you can read in dreams? Uh, oh, yeah. I, told, I think I told you the story on Twitter. Yeah, I, I remember testing that because 
I had a dream that I was flying, and that's usually one of the first uh, giveaways that you're in a dream. So I was like, hey, I'm flying. This must be a dream. Oh, I wonder if I can read. So I I was flying through a sort of mountainous town, not unlike, uh, not like Santa Cruz, where I was born. And I flew down to a nearby, like like a, I guess, a, a shopping center or something. And I looked at the sign that has all the names of stores. And mm-hmm. I looked at the Wells Fargo logo and it was still in the Wells Fargo font, but it said, it said in all caps, championship bicycling, you fuckhead. Semicolon. <laughs> I hate ice cream. Frowny emoji. That actually, now that you mention that, that does remind me because I did see writing in a in a dream recently. Because I had a dream where I went to a restaurant that was like the old spaghetti factory. Oh yeah, but <laughs> yeah, and it was like in the just old spaghetti factory font, but it said, "Oh no, Charlie, he clacked." <laughs> he clacked. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I had a dream the other day, which I do not remember at all, except that in my dream diary when I woke up, I wrote down, and I don't know what this means, but I wrote down, very bold of this Burger King commercial to claim that they use rabbit meat, because I see no product where that is true. (laughs) So apparently that has something to do with the dream I had the other day. That's... That is really weird, but I, yeah. it's true. I've never seen I've never seen a restaurant where they serve rabbit. Yeah, um, I I have, but um, it was like a you know Moroccan oh yeah restaurant. Definitely. It wasn't a chain, so yeah. Um, anyway, uh, I we're coming up at the hour mark, so is there? I guess we should wrap up um, uh, Earth Day birthday. Is there anything else that we should say? about Earth Day birthday. Um, um, well, again, trust me that this was, in fact, a comic strip, but, <laughs> I mean, if anyone if anyone ever finds an It's Wibble comic strip left over in their old stuff from fifth grade, if you're about... If you're somewhere between 45 and uh, 38, you probably... You might have seen these once or twice, so look in your old school stuff that you're probably going to be cleaning out because your parents are going to be dying of COVID-19 and you have to uh, sell their house. So <laughs> we're getting so morbid in this one. <laughs> I can't, this is... I can't help it. This we're getting real political here, folks. Sorry. This is going to be the, the dark episode, <laughs> but, Oh man. I don't know. I actually, so, so, so you're saying this is actually may be Bad Baby is our most obscure thing. It might, it might, because I mean, at least Bad Baby had a collection. This, I mean, you can find books about it Zwibble, but none of them are a collection of the comic strip. They, hmm. Yeah. Hmm. There are Weird. a couple of uh, um, books. There are a couple of books, and I think this was based on a book, which is why it's on a a seat a ABC. Damn, Fox, HBO. <laughs> HBO Storybook Musical. Because <laughs> I think that was the whole point of the HBO Storybook Musicals. And Oh, were they to make you want to read? Yeah, they were all based on they were based on picture books. And HBO did that did a bunch of that. They had one series called Bunch of Munch, where it was all based on the books by Robert Munch, who gave us oh, Love You Forever. Familiar. Yeah. And Yeah, I think I've seen that. Yeah. And then there was another one that 
I forget if this was an HBO thing or not, but it was Shelley Duvall's Fairy Tale Theater. Oh yeah, that yeah. Was really I also great. remember that one. Yeah, and there was yep. something else that had like, I think it also had Shelley Duvall. Oh, it's Shelley Duvall's bedtime stories, and it was basically the same thing as this one, where she was, where she was the host, and then you'd have a children's book being that was much better animated than Reading Rainbow, but still about on this par with this special, and it would be read by some celebrity, much like Reading Rainbow. The one that stuck with me was that John Candy, he read a book called Blumpo the Grumpo Meets Arnold the Cat. And huh. <laughs> I've never found this book, but I've been very curious about it. Uh, yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who wouldn't be? <sighs> wow. All right. Well, that was um, that was Earth, the It's Wibble in Earth Day Birthday. Uh, I understand my Yeah, what's Let's go and do it.